everyone and welcome back to the Formally Informal show with Sanya and Abdul. Today we're going to be discussing um, our opinions and experiences of celebrities and influencers. influencers. So I actually came um, across a story recently about Caitlyn Jenner and how she is um, thinking about standing up as the governor um, of California, which I thought was really interesting because we don't really usually see celebrities um, kind of go into politics. Um, and I was just wondering, Abdul, what do you think about this story? Do you think that um, celebrities and politics go together or are they, do you think celebrities shouldn't interfere into political things? Yeah, hello, Sanya, and hello, everyone who's listening to us today. Um, when Sanya spoke about that topic and brought up the, um, the synergy of politics and social media and the influencers, it was really interesting to see, you know, is that like a viable option? Is that even a scenario where people would listen to influencers and social media and take them seriously into politics? I think with the specific case of Caitlyn Jenner uh, and how she was planning on running um, as a governor in California, initially I thought, well, she, Caitlyn Jenner has a very broad portfolio of successes. Uh, as, as Bruce Jenner, uh, she wa he was an Olymp Olympic medalist and he, he was very advanced uh, athlete, which suggests that uh, she has a lot of leadership potential. At the same time, recently in the news, she's been part of a bigger kind of agenda with the Kardashians. And to me, that kind of took her into a different stream than what initially was um, her initial goal as Bruce Jenner. So given how her latest few years were, I think it's debatable whether she's qualified for the job. I think she needs to prove that she has the leadership capabilities and potential that she had as an Olympian and all that um, few decades of, of experience. What do you think, Sanya? I think maybe it's a bit controversial with how she went into a different stream, but now she's kind of coming back to an older um, kind of history and trying to come back with these old skills that she nurtured a few decades ago. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, well, I think first of all, it's really important that, you know, politics is really inclusive. And anyone who has the qualities and the skills necessary um, of, for those of a politician, they should really be allowed to stand up um, and sort of, you know, stand up for election essentially. So I think that just because she's a celebrity doesn't mean that she shouldn't go for this role, um, you know, as long as she is qualified. And if she can show that, then I think that's fine. Um, what One thing which I think is really interesting is obviously because she's, um, a trans person and you know it's really she's a role model for that community so I think you know if people see that you know someone from that community is standing up um, for election in such a sort of privileged role then they would also feel that you know they can also aspire to such jobs um, and positions so I think that's really um, important 
Um, do you do you agree? Do you think that's that's true? Absolutely, I agree. I think inclusion and diversity kind of unlocks a lot of potential in the younger generation, and it provides an example for them to follow. Um, at the same time, we have to be sure that they're qualified, as you as you said. I think it's quite nice to see how California is open enough and inclusive enough for people to be able to even come out and say, okay, I want to run as a governor for this particular state. But I'm not sure how much of it is reliable news or if they're trying to attract attention. So this comes back to the celebrities kind of using politics to attract attention into their social media. So I it's it's a it's kind of a it's kind of a vague um, attention-seeking sort of technique sometimes. So I'm not really sure how how Keith and Jenner uh, is planning on going about uh, with her particular case. It's, it's so interesting how you you know you mentioned um, you know how celebrities and even politics you know generally should be inclusive and diverse, and it really made me think about you know, social media and the way in which celebrities, for example, on Instagram have like social media profiles and they present this life often, um, you know, and sort of show people or try to show people that this is this is something that they can also aspire to. So, you know, as the ordinary person is sort of scrolling through their um, social media feeds, they will look at um, prominent celebrities and think, okay, well, you know, the, I need to also be like that and you know going on 10 holidays a year and you know spending all my day you know making myself look beautiful that's really attainable um but I think actually you know that can be really damaging do you think that you know this this the way that the celebrities kind of lure people in and try to convince them that anything is possible do you think that's damaging um you know damaging the mental health for example of, of people I think for sure in the current few days, we're seeing a big spike in how we define uh, the beauty standard and it just increased so much in terms of high maintenance. So these days we're seeing that uh, people are seeing the high maintenance of celebrities and how much they pay on making sure that they look um, beautiful and how how they attain these high beauty standards as as a standard practice and i think this reflects on how people want to look and how they aspire to be but then is this actually realistic for a person who's 16 years old i don't know i'm actually sometimes so i think sometimes it can be motivating sometimes it can be demotivating I think when it comes to some influencers and celebrities, they focus on showing how much money they have and how much they can do with the money that they have gained out of privilege. But some people showed uh, a different side to this. So they, they do have a very high uh, maintenance. I don't know if you want to call it like a beauty standard, but in a way they do have this very high maintenance kind of routine uh, sort of uh, practice but at the same time it's very motivating because you feel like it's a healthy kind of way and healthy 
practice is always something that we're trying to push and we're trying to, to take as a motivation. For example, I follow uh, a gold uh, Olympic medalist on Instagram and he keeps on traveling from one city to another and he keeps on showing how much he trains and practices uh, to, to get in the shape that he's in at the moment. Uh, and to me at the beginning, this was, you know, it was, it was a bit demotivating because he's probably the same age as me, <laughs> but at the same time, he's much more advanced in terms of how much he trains and practices. Uh, that's why I was a bit hesitant in calling it beauty standard because it's not really a beauty standard, more of like a health standard. Uh, but these days, out of uh, after I saw that, okay, well, he is actually a quite structured person, and he he has a methodology that I can follow, and he's actually helping me kind of follow healthy kind of lifestyle. I thought, no, well, he is showing a very high uh, maintenance standard, uh, but he's also showing me a methodology as to how I can follow. Um, so in that case, I was an advocate of this person and his methodology. Uh, but I'm not an advocate of people who show very high maintenance uh, beauty standards that are just obtained out of wealth and out of privilege. And it's just a way of breaking down people's mental health and showing them uh, their, show the influencers show that they're much better than, than normal people. I don't know, what do you think about that? You know, people, it's kind of arrogant, don't you think? I think it is is really it can be really arrogant sometimes, and I think that um, it's really it's really important to be careful about what we believe when we see things, for example, on social media, um, and not to take. I think you know often we compare ourselves with celebrities, especially perhaps celebrities who are of a similar age to us, and you know. If, if a celebrity is of a similar age to me and they've written a book, started three businesses, um, you know, won like 10 awards, um, you know, bought the house, um, you know, paid off all their student loan and all of this stuff. And then you, you kind of look at yourself and think, okay, you know, is that something that I should also be doing? Is this realistic? And it also it almost makes you think that you know this is how it should be this is this is realistic um and that person can you know often have you know gotten all of those things because of privilege and not necessarily because of hard work so it's really important to um you know be be mindful of that i think actually you know i sometimes i i look at you know people on social media um you know influencers and celebrities and especially influencers i think people who have because I think often there's a difference between a celebrity and an influencer in the sense that a celebrity has usually done something, you know, outside of social media, for example, like um, being an actor and um, being really good at sport, um, you know, might be, I don't know, like something to do with a company, for example, whereas an influencer has literally just gained the status because of how many followers they have. Um, and they basically then use that following um, to market their themselves they they are they are the you know essentially they're selling themselves in a way and we're the product you know by by following these people by viewing their stories by you know liking their posts by watching their videos they basically get money from that because you know brands work with them they pay for them um and, and I find that quite it's, a, it's such a new thing 
and it's really hard sometimes to realize that we are the product um and you know kind of not necessarily worship influencers so much so i think this culture that we're living at the moment where we kind of attain influencers this higher status because of how many followers they have perhaps they've accumulated these followers because of you know the way they look or something um you know i think it's really important to i think think about why we give these people the status that we do um i think because i think sometimes yeah we can be very like unmindful um just mindlessly doing these things what do you think you mentioned the really important um point of um the difference between influencers and celebrities and i really like the point that you said well influencers are are people who are actually just selling themselves in on social media and they have a different platform but these days this platform has become so strong that that they are almost similar in 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 you know where, where they stand celebrities and influencers what do you think of that what do you think of the open access that social media has provided for these people to to express their voice i think they have they've obviously accumulated this platform um and you know it's you know companies and brands will look to them as a marketing tool you know if i gift this person a product and they post it on their instagram story we'll give them 2000 pounds and we've reached a million people if that person has a million you know people following them so i think it's you know a really good marketing tool but um i think it's the people on the other side you know for whom it's really important because you know you can almost become addicted to, to this sort of you know following people and you know buying things and i think it's really important that people are aware of the role that they play you're not just someone who admires this person or this brand you you're you're the product um you know they they're basically using you and you know often we don't realize we're being used <laughs> so it's really important that we you know feel realize this um but no i do think that influencers especially if they have like um if if they have good messages and they promote good things then i think that they have a really valuable place to play and we can learn a lot from them i mean i for example follow um a fitness influencer on instagram and i find her really inspiring and motivating and you know she she also has quite a big following on on instagram but i feel that everything that she promotes is genuine and it's really important to be able to ascertain when someone is being genuine and when someone is just you know doing it for money do you have do you, would you do you say you have you know influencers which you really admire on instagram for example i think there are quite a few people that you know they kind of make me feel uh good when i see them on instagram you know and in particular i think this gold olympian the guy he's i think he's called tom daly oh yeah the swimmer the diver yeah yeah, yeah absolutely he's he's the british uh yeah gold medalist i think in 2012 or something like that don't quote me on that but <laughs> he was a gold uh, olympian yeah and he was a swimmer uh, i think he shows you know how he travels and and stuff from one place to another i think that's cool i think he's he's you know our age he's not like Michael Phillips who's in his 30s and you feel like oh that's a different kind of thing you know it's more i feel like it's more kind of a realistic sort of thing uh i do sometimes follow people just because they're yeah they're funny and i think 
there was nothing kind of wrong with that because social media has also become a platform for entertainment. But I don't necessarily take them seriously. Uh, I cannot remember anything off the top of my head, but yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, maybe I'll have to look on Instagram to buy me some time. Uh, <laughs> I was going to uh, say, um, I have a few sort of, some, the people who I tend to follow on Instagram are people who make me, um, who I learn things from and, you know, who I feel add value to my life. And I've actually had quite a lot of um, social media clear outs um, over the last couple of years. I think once a year, I tend to have a declutter of my social media and think, mm-hmm. okay, sorry you need it I think you definitely need it I think you know often we we don't realize um you know you know how negative social media can also make us feel and it's really important I think to reassess um you know who we follow and make sure that the people who we are following are actually having like a positive impact on our lives and you know I think once again I will look through my for example Instagram followers and think oh do I really want do I really want to follow this person what what value does this person um you know Add to my value, add to my life. So you know, I think it is really important to to do that. Um, and I've actually, you know, this is a topic which I, you know, have, you know, I'm really passionate about. But I think is really important. And I've read a lot of books about, you know, limiting our time on social media and um, not kind of because I think I don't know if you do this, but a few months ago I looked at how much time I was spending on social media on different apps and I was so surprised because it was you know often more than about two hours a day which I thought okay well I don't know if I you know if if I really want to be doing that or if I want to spend that two hours a day doing something that's actually gonna you know I could I could I don't know I could learn a new language with that time I could um do more exercise I could do this um do, do you also have this sort of yeah, to be honest with you, I think there's an automatic setting on, on iPhone and it kind of shows you how much time you've spent on, on each app. And I think my social media apps definitely take the lead there, but I try not to look at them because, you know... I, <laughs> ignorance is bliss. Exactly. Sometimes ignorance is bliss. And also because, you know, sometimes when I'm working, I just need like an, like a small break. So you kind of go on social media and kind of scroll a little bit. And, you know, these things accumulate. So even if you don't, like, sit one hour, you know, watching something on Instagram, you still accumulate, you know, five minutes, ten minutes here and there of social media. And I think if you do this, like, every hour, <laughs> I can only imagine how much, you know, it can be at the end of the day. Uh, probably a couple hours, same, same kind of thing. Um, sometimes... You know, there are very lighthearted things uh, on social media. Now, you asked me a question, who, who, I, who do I follow and I admire on social media? And I think one person that I really kind of um, enjoy following, and, and not only because she bakes some of the best things in the world, but because she's also uh, quite real and she points out really, you know, nice and realistic uh, things about herself, which sometimes I say, oh, well, me too. Um, she's called Nadia Hussain, and she won the Great British Bake Off uh, in 2010, I think. No, 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 much, much more recent, maybe 2016, 17. Yeah, I think it was probably around then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and she is, 
you know, she, she sometimes talks about her mental health and, you know, everyone, everyone struggles with mental health, but she once talked about how people sometimes have, you know, panic attacks because things are not working properly or because they, they suddenly have like a big kind of spike of stress and they're unable to deal with that. And at that point, I, I used to have the same kind of um, experience, but I never really kind of pointed out that that's kind of a panic attack that I'm kind of going through. And once she highlighted it on her social media, I felt, well, I go through the same exact thing. And a lot of people go through the same exact thing. And there's a way to, to overcome this, you know? Uh, so she kind of helped point out the systematic way of dealing with panic attacks. And, um, and I felt that was very useful to have on social media person who's also uh, a Muslim who you know she came as an immigrant to the United Kingdom and she she experienced she experiences a lot of stuff that people who are not really we don't really have um, people of color people of different uh, heritage and def different uh, ideology and social media and I felt you know uh, having those people that are coming recently in social media, it's a really powerful thing for, for the future generation, including myself. Uh, what, what do you think of that? What do you think of um, how social media kind of opened up platform for people uh, of color, people who are not quite, um, they don't really have access to TV all the time, uh, but at the same time made them stronger. And now they're able to come up on TV because of their presence of social media. What, what do you yeah. think of this kind of upgrade that social media helped us um, go through? I think it's, it's really positive. Um, I think, you know, I, I also really like Nadia Hussain. And I think one thing I really like about her is she's very, she's a, very, she's a genuine person. You know, she doesn't try and sugarcoat things. Um, she doesn't focus on, she, you know, she has a talent and she focuses on that. Um, and, you know, she kind of speaks for the minorities um, in the UK, which I think is, is really important. I think often, um, you know, especially celebrities and influencers can often be those, you know, white middle-class people. I think especially influencers, actually, you know, I, I don't really know that many um, influencers that come from like an ethnic minority background. And I think, you know, people like Nadia Hussein show that, you know, you can, you, sh you should, if you have a talent, you should put yourself forward for it. And I'm, you know, so happy that she won, um, was it Great British Bake Off? It was, wasn't it? Not MasterChef. <laughs> I was getting the two of them mixed up. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think she's really good. I think, um, you know, we could, I think, do more to make sure that um, social media and, and sort of, you know, the influencer landscape is much more representative of the country that we live in. But yeah, I think, I think it can definitely be uplift, uplifting um, for ethnic minority backgrounds. And some of the things that she cooks, oh my dear Lord, <laughs> they look so good. <laughs> Have you ever tried to recreate um, any of her recipes? Um, I tried to make a meatloaf that she uh, she 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 kind of provided the recipe for uh, on her show actually on Netflix. She, she has a show, um, which kind of tells you a lot, you know, how much she she came forward to, you know, she, she advanced so much. But I don't know. I was I probably didn't do it well, and I probably didn't have the right ingredients. Uh, but it still still tasted good and and. I spend the whole week kind of eating that for lunch. So 
it was was a good thing. And also most of her recipes are really easily created. And that's, I think that's the purpose. She does, she takes all the shortcuts you need to do. You know, she doesn't say do it the hard way. No, and I think that's a good philosophy in life. Um, So yeah, that's What about you, have you tried any of her recipes? Um, I haven't, um, but I do like watching her programs. Um, so yeah, I should I should really try and recreate some of her some of her things. Well, what I was going to ask you was, um, would you want to be an influencer or a celebrity? Oh, that's a good question. I think it's interesting to be at that that kind of stage in your life that you feel like, all right, you have a like full cup and you're presenting that full cup and providing people with advice and information uh, and just being very visible. I, I like I like being visible. I like being um, seen on social media. I think that's a good thing. I think that's a good presence, uh, not to kind of be, um, not, not to disappear. You know, I think that's, that's a good thing on social media. Uh, but at the same time, I don't know if I am if I don't know if I am responsible enough, or I don't know if I am uh, at that point, maybe, maybe at some point in my life, maybe. What about you? I think, I think you could do a very good (laughs) media influencer. I think you already kind of are almost, right? You have a social media, like anonymous sort of uh, social media book club. I do. I have quite a few sort of anonymous, um, platforms on on social media but I I think my I struggle with this idea of being like visible in in the world um I think it can be a good thing but I feel like you know sometimes we like I think social media sometimes especially for women can just be a place where they showcase their looks you know oh you know this is this is a selfie of me I have loads of people on you know on Instagram who literally just always just post selfies and I just think that you know you could be doing so much more with your space than than this <laughs> you know um so i think you know social media that that actually um does something for good i, I think is a, is a really positive thing but yeah i think i'm still going through that stage where i'm not really sure how i want to use social media um so yeah i think at the moment i'm, I'm quite you know private and perhaps hidden but you know, maybe in the future, um, once I figure out what it is that I actually want to do with that space, um, you know, I can come out, <laughs> come out of hiding. <laughs> it's such an interesting topic and we can probably talk about it for days, uh, but I think we've kind of, uh, we probably need to wrap up now uh, and we can probably come back later to it in a more specific case. Uh, let us know uh, what have you liked in our uh, podcast and what topic would you like us to talk more about feel free to reach out to us this was Abdel and And this is Tanya thank you very much for listening and we hope you have a good day